<laughs> Limited potential. <laughs> it's funny that we're doing the zombie apocalypse today because I literally feel like a zombie. Yeah. I'm so tired. Like, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I am so ferociously tired. So you're, you're prepped for this episode, then? 100% ready to go. I already know what... I already know so much stuff about if I had to, to survive, what I would do. Oh, I'd go nomad. I wouldn't trust a single fucking person. You'd go lone wolf? Oh, yeah. Mm, well, I guess that's, 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 things, that's things we can discuss in uh, today's episode because The Walking Dead is starting. Is it? It's back. It's back. It's uh, it's looking like a. I guess I don't know when you're listening to this, but it probably has already started by the time you're listening to this. What what season are they on now? Eight. Oh man, that's way too many seasons. And the things they do, like they break it up, like half a season at a time. So they'll probably show like six, seven episodes, and then they're gonna take like a few months off and then go right back into it. I don't like the hiatus. No, I don't mind it. No, it, it gives you breaks. Like I remember watching Twenty Four, and as great of a show that was. 24 episodes, like, almost consecutively, hour long, you felt the lulls. You really felt them. I love binge watching. I like to binge watch into, like, like actual mind numbness. I think that's a topic for next week, but hmm. I'm, I'm more of a fan of... Uh, I like the breakup, to be honest with you, because I don't find myself binge watching like I used to. Yeah, you, you still got the, you got the talent for the... I am so tired. Yeah. I, I feel like a zombie. Oh. <laughs> so, That's like my brain's making that noise. That inside. Sound, sounded like the Simpsons zombie. The treehouse of horror. <laughs> brains. And then they got Homer and they're like yeah. knocking to see if there's a brain in there. There's, they're not attacking him because there's nothing in there. That was my first exposure to zombies ever was treehouse of horrors from the Simpsons. Really? You didn't see like any of the George Romero movies? Nope. I, I, I haven't either. Like, I, I know they've been around in cartoons growing up. Oh, man, they're great. I can't even rhyme them off right now because, again, as I yes. said, I'm extremely tired. But uh, The House of the Undead or wasn't that no, one? There's, I think, Dawn of the Dead. Um, no, I, don't, I don't remember if Night of the Living Dead was his. I feel like it is. Okay. That said, I mean, they're really fun watches. Were they scary, though, the old zombie movies? I couldn't imagine with, like, the shittier CGI back then or whatever it is. I mean, like, the special practical the special, special effects. effects right? I, like, I think I think, I think that as a product of their time, nothing was really like them. So I would imagine that people were scared. Like, I watched Nosferatu, and I feel nothing. But okay. for, at some point, that was terrifying to people. It's kind of like video games. We look back now, and it's like, that looks so fake. But at the time when we were playing them, when it was new and the best graphically at the time we were scared of them like resident evils and stuff it's like if you go back and you play any game on nintendo 64 everything looks like minecraft yeah yeah, yeah. but i think before we start this up so we need to establish um what kind of zombie we're dealing with uh, they call them walkers in the walking dead we're going to call them zombies because that's more of a universal term we're not going to go with the running zombies you know like i don't know if you played dying light the video game yeah zombies that can run and yeah like just types. chase you down like guys that are physically more capable than any of us here what about like the last of us with the clickers those things where they hear sound like they're super sensitive to I was sound like, what was it world war z yeah too when similar. they when they pyramided on top of each other to yeah. get over like they were like almost smart even uh what was the other one the wolf though not will ferrell will smith what was that one i am legend i am legend yeah, those, those were, were some, fucking vicious those are creepy we're not going we're going with like the brain dead zombies because there's no point in talking about surviving in those scenarios because they're better than us. Oh, shit. They, they weren't zombies, though, in I Am Legend. They were vampires. Were they? Yeah. 
I've never seen it. Are you sure? I'm I'm fairly certain, yeah. I'm fairly certain they're zombies. Regardless, regular zombies that move slow, that yell brains, walking dead style. Okay, so we'll say we'll say the retard of zombies? The less capable. You know, the ones that make it makes more sense, right? Because they're literally they're not, dead. They can't think. They just they, walk they, around. They're, not, they're not eating three meals a day, so they're clearly not keeping up their, you know, their yeah. muscles to, to be fast. Singular purpose. They want brains. Yeah. They want brains. They're not the, the, the sharpest tools in the shed. Would you, you know what? We won't even limit it to brains. We'll say human flesh. I agree. In this world that you've created, are there zombie animals? Ooh. Yes. Yeah, because we're going to do... I'm, I'm I don't have big, anything prepped for zombie animals. Fuck. I'm a big component of the zombie animal. Because you got to think, if there's zombie people, there's probably likely zombie animals. Do the I'm, zombie animals move fast too? I'm going to... Like a zombie wolf. Does a zombie wolf... I don't want zombie animals because game right, over. No, game over. Because yeah. we're living in cities, you know, they're, the virus doesn't mesh with them. It just kills them. That, that's the way we're going with this one. Okay, so any animal that's alive is is edible. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, zombie bears sound scary. I, I'll be honest with you. I love meat so much. I would fucking, I'd probably eat a zombie cow. Yeah. Give me that zombie ribeye. Welcome to the Unwritten Rule. I'm Luca, joined by Frank and Matt. Hiya! Hello! Today we are celebrating the eighth season of The Walking Dead, which premieres on October 22nd. On AMC. On AMC. So they're get, not paying us. They're not, no, no. But, you know, it's topical. I fucking love that channel. They got so many good shows. That channel is kind of like the non-expensive, you know, HBO's like 20 bucks a month. It's like, it's like a, a lo- slightly lower level of HBO, but... Brings you quality content. Dude, one of the greatest shows ever was on AMC. Which Frank will disagree, but I agree with you. I haven't watched it, but I'm just going back to the fact that everyone cites it as one of the greatest shows ever. Breaking Bad? Yeah. yeah. I, I fucking that. hate that show. It's great. Frank's in, in the minority on that you one. Know, if you'd have said Mad Men, I would have I've been on board with you. But Mad Men was great. I didn't watch that either. You know what my favorite thing about AMC is? Every couple months, or at least once a year, they air Steven Seagal Marathon. And it's amazing. You got to respect the yeah. network that does that. You know, talking about a guy who could kill some zombies. Yeah. Fuck, if I'm in the woods, I want Steven Seagal on my team. Actually, yeah. I'd love to have just like a team of Expendables. 80s action stars like Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dolph Lundgren. So the Expendables, yeah. but in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, Fuck, you know what I'd like? You know what I'd add on that team just to get a little gender equality? Oh, Apollo that? Creed. No. Damn what? He's a, he's a man. You know what gender equality is, right? Yeah, it's sorry. I thought, I thought you were no. going somewhere else with the quality part. You, you're thinking racial yeah. equality. No. Yes, I was. I was going to say Sigourney Weaver. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I watched her kill aliens. She'd be solid in a, in she a zombie could, killing adventure. If she could kill aliens, she could definitely kill zombies. So I guess that brings us to our unwritten rules of the zombie apocalypse. Let's start with the preparations. 
you clearly, you know, you're talking about your squad, but let's go with before anything starts, you know, life right now, we don't know if a zombie apocalypse is even possible, but do you like start preparing? Do you, do you have a, do you get like a food locker? Do you, you store like, you know, all your canned goods and all that so stuff? So like you're talking like end of world disaster. Like are you one of those yeah, a, a, precautionary types? You prepare for an apocalypse. Of some kind. Of some kind, yes. And you're one of those, I guess, conspiracy theorists that you think that there is going to be a zombie apocalypse. Or you just, or do you want to not act all crazy and just, you know, keep it low key? Maybe a few little cans hidden here and there. I think you're leading the witness. <laughs> I think Matt just needs to answer. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... You always got have to have like a cold room in your house, like a little cellar, mm-hmm. and you need to just stock up on stuff. Like I've always grown up in a family that's had that. Charred peaches? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Corn, canned corn, like canned goods. Canned apple juice? Yeah. So how long do you think your supplies will last for? Oh, a couple months. Not that intense. But more so than most people. Yeah. I probably got about a week's worth. I mean, we got a lot of hanging meats down there. Yeah. I mean... So are you going to go out specifically to prepare for an, a disaster situation? or are you, well, I guess you're already set for it, though. You you kind of grew up with a... Yeah. Did your parents, did they ever tell you they're expecting zombies or anything? No. They just always wanted to make sure there was ample food in the house. I think it's clear that I preface my response, my real response here with this, like, one little thing. Um, I'm one of those firm believers that if any type of apocalypse happened, zombie, nuclear, famine solar crisis you name it Mm -hmm. i want to be in the first like two to three percentile of people that die you don't want to even give yourself i have no interest in living in a post-apocalyptic world i've seen too many movies i know like the the real world as it stands barring infrastructure in north america is kind of shit i i don't want one where the infrastructure is gone i need my indoor plumbing i need to know that if i'm thirsty i can go to a tap and drink clean water I'm not going to survive in that world. Society's that, just controlled chaos at the moment. That said, if at the last minute I chickened out, I and I knew like a nuclear bomb was coming, mm-hmm. I would just I would do the Indiana Jones thing. I would run downstairs, I'd empty my freezer, I'd put on like a parka, and I'd leave myself a way to get out of my freezer mm-hmm. once I use it for shelter from the bomb. So shelter, your shelter is going to be your freezer. I think I'm gonna prep a little more, like at least a cold room. Maybe get some sort of. Is lead paint supposed to be good for for nuclear blasts, or is that like a joke from The Simpsons? I think it's a joke from The Simpsons. Okay, well, I would do something to prep the door because let's be honest, the radiation could get in or whatever it is. And zombies, let's be honest, you gotta you gotta fortify the fort, not just your cellar, because people can get in. You, what, what would, would you, you fortify do? the house? I'd fortify a house. That's my place. You're talking like lead line your house? Oh yeah. I'd- if you lead line, if you lead line your house, you have no internet. That's fine. What about if you were to not lead line your house, but like the place you're going to stay during the blast? Because like realistically, I'm prepping for everything. I'm not going to prep just for a zombie apocalypse. Because uh, it, it literally, it, there's so many factors. It depends on what your proximity to the blast is, what kind of a blast it is. Mm-hmm. If it's like the reality is, is that if you based on the zombies you described, the ones that walk slowly. The best shelter would probably be shelter that's far from people. So, like, the people who'd probably be the most situated to survive that for a prolonged period of time would be people who live in cottage country. Yeah. You know, like, think think about the cottage we go to. Mm-hmm. It's got, like, a half a mile dirt road that leads to the actual cottage. 
you'd be able to hear shit coming a mile away. You could get on the water mm-hmm. in case, you know, that that's another great thing. Island. Oh, islands are solid. Mm-hmm. But then if someone turns on your island. Yeah, you got, you got to get them. You got to get them. Yeah. Let, let's just say that the scenario is already out there. You hear about zombies, you know, maybe in another part of the country. Now you got to prep. You don't need any lead lining. The question is, do you stay and wait for it to come to you? Or do you just go on the road? Do you do you leave? I wait. I wait till you there's wait? report. I'm not going to do anything unnecessary unless I have to. Because you don't know. Like half, they could get halfway. Like it could have started on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And by the, the, the time they hit the Midwest, all those gun-totaling Republicans, like, just get them all. It's possible. But what if it's like The Walking Dead? So The Walking Dead, everyone's infected. It's something in you, and when you die, you turn into a zombie. I hit the woods. You hit the woods? Yeah. I'd go up to the cottage country. I always thought that'd be a good idea, especially near water. Mm-hmm. Crucial. I'd find a city that has... i find cottage country that has enough supermarkets that I'd have non-perishable goods for a while. I think I I would I'd stay at home if if I were to stay at home. I think I would keep hidden. I wouldn't draw attention by boarding up everything. I think I'd have like a hidden room in my house. I think that's what I would do. The panic room, kind of somewhere where people because your house will be ransacked by other people. It's going to happen. People are going to make sure there's going to be multiple different uh, occurrences where people come into the house. So how about I'd set up maybe like solar panels outside so I can power the cameras. So the cameras could come in so I could see if there's any like motion coming around the house. And then when I need to, I duck right into this hidden room. And it'd be really great if you had a shit ton of like ammo yeah. and you had solar power, solar powered, solar, solar powered gun turrets all around your house. And as anybody approached that you didn't like, mm-hmm. you flip the switch, mow them down. You'd have to hope you're an engineer to effectively put this all together. I mean, well, Luca is yeah, good for uh, Luca here. Somewhat of an engineer. I'm not a full out engineer. I'm, apparently, I can get in trouble for saying I'm an engineer, so I won't say that. Okay, but I have some skills that can help. And there you, uh, go. you know what? I don't know if I did her. I think it's still bringing attention to your house. That shows someone's in there. So the fact that if, if you do have a hidden room, they're going to look for it. They're going to know someone's here. What about the mall? Would anyone no. flee to the mall and like load up on? Stuff? I don't want to go there when people are normal, let alone with zombies. <laughs> yeah. Like, think about the idea of going there on the holidays. Now, picture everybody's trying to eat you. I don't know. Like, I think about it. Going to the mall, you'd have to ransack some stuff, like the Bass Pro Shop, pick up some rifles. Oh, I'm, zombie apocalypse. You're, you're, okay, you yeah, have yeah. to go ahead of oh, time. Okay, like, if you knew, I thought you meant hiding coming. out in the. No, no, I'm talking about preparation, right? Like, if we're on the topic of preparing, yeah. would you head to a mall? And start loading up on weapons, and I avoid, I would avoid anywhere there was where there was large crowds. If I were to go, I would make sure once I left there, no one was following me because you know people will be following you. Yeah, I'd have to like go in like some weird routes to throw people off to know if someone's there. Maybe have a an ambush crew ready for like just just because I'm coming back and I want someone to watch out so no one's following me. So I'm gonna stash it in my house. I'm planning on trying to ride it out at my house. I'm gonna get my community together, maybe just a few neighbors. So we kind of watch out for each other. I honestly think it would be easier to drive to like a border city and find a gun store, like a specific store for guns. Yeah. Get in there, get in, get out. Like you said, have the posse watching your back while you do it. Mm-hmm. Get all the shit into a truck and just like. Yeah, because in Canada, we don't sell many guns that are 
going to be affected yeah. during a zombie apocalypse, so we'd have to go to the States to get some decent weapons. Even the desert, I would consider moving to a desert. What about personal items, though? Let's Okay, so eventually there's going to be a point where you can't live at home anymore. Either you're going to run out of supplies, you're going to get overrun. What do you take with you? Like, do you take personal items? What about food? What What do you do to prepare for the road? I think bare necessities are the only thing you go with. Yeah? Anything else is dead weight. Like, maybe I have, um, I don't know, even like jewelry. You know, like some people would be like, in the new world, nobody's going to give a fuck about gold. Like, gold means nothing to people that don't have the intrinsic value of it. Yeah, there's no currency at that point. Yeah. Would right? gold not... I think gold defaults as a kind of currency, though, no? But why? What 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 value would What it value does it have? Yeah, like... There's I mean, no trading a, purpose of it, right? There's nothing towards it. There's no market. There's no economy anymore. Everything's gone to shit. It's a barter system now. Exactly. And what value does gold bring? I, I agree with you. In a world where, like, you're never going to need jewelry because there's no gala to go to or no wedding, you're never going to need... You're never going to need those things. You're never going to need like precious rubies or jewels. You're never going to need any of that shit. You literally just need things to help you survive. There will be a time where you hope to find some sort of civilization, like a, a civil area that's, you know, locked up. And maybe at that point it could be used. In which case, the thing that's probably more valuable to that society is a skill set mm-hmm. as opposed to like a currency or something. So question, would you take, well, let's say a book with you, the one that has some sort of something where you can gain some knowledge from that will help in this world. Is that something that's worth? You know what I might do? I actually thought about this a lot because I, I, I sincerely worry about a zombie apocalypse or any sort of apocalypse where the post-apocalyptic world has lost literature. Mm-hmm. Because like you would lose a ton of metaphor. You'd lose a ton of actual things. So I think one of the the unwritten rules for me would be preserve important art. So I would load up an iPad mm-hmm. that was just maxed out with music or an iPod that was maxed out with music or a hard drive, and I'd take that with me. I'd take com- a hard drive of comic books, and I'd take a hard drive of um, like books, like, like, like PDF files and stuff. Yeah, yeah. What about your family pictures? I have a lot of family pictures on my, my home hard drive. Hard drive it. You, you take it's, that hard it's drive. It's a lot easier to carry four hard drives, and I get it. There may not be computers in the future, but the option – for somebody who maybe have has still has the knowledge to build a computer mm-hmm. and start electricity again. I think the problem would be just the electricity, right? And I think you can get electricity. There's means without having a grid, right? There's yeah. solar panels that can go directly into, you know, a battery storage. I'm sure you can find it at some point. Oh, you could run it on propane generators. Yeah, generators. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're close to uh, the new... Uh, it's called the new mega factory from Elon Musk. It's in Buffalo. So we oh, can wow. we can make our way over there, get some battery packs going. You know what I will say is a really big concern when you talk about things like preserving energy or creating energy. One of the things in a post-apocalyptic world that almost never gets addressed in a lot of, we'll say, the movies or television shows mm-hmm. that are based off it, whether it's post-nuclear, post-apocalyptic, zombie, wasteland, mm-hmm. Nobody ever talks about what happens to nuclear power plants. I think my first priority and the thing if I had a posse of people that I would really try to motivate them to do is go start to shut down nuclear power plants. That's actually a good point. Because if they overheat 
and they go they go nuclear or uh sorry melt they have a meltdown like a chernobyl situation we're you're talking end of the planet like zombies don't matter now no i mean if we're let's be real if we're gonna have a zombie apocalypse it's likely gonna start in chernobyl well, I, I just read an article about how if Yellowstone Park's volcano goes off, it has the capacity to hit a thousand kilometer radius of volcanic ash and like molten lava balls. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So we're talking like a deep impact situation for a thousand kilometer radius. Uh, that's nuts. But back to, I guess, the preparation part of it, of the zombie apocalypse. When you're about to set out, because you will have to set out. Do you go solo? Do you go with a small group, like let's say your immediate family, um, if you're with them, or with your neighbors or your friends that are close by? Or do you try to get like the whole neighborhood together, or unless you're in a condo, a whole condo together, and just go as a as like one big like group? You're your own little town, the traveling town. I think that's a mistake. Which one? The big group. I think you're making too much noise. Yeah. I th- I actually think a really great system would be kind of like the Sith rule. Mm-hmm. There's always two. Or like, it's not really a Sith rule. I'd say like a buddy system. It's like a Jedi rule. I'd go yeah. the three. I see three is three three still too much. Three people's too much? I think three is the ideal. Two lookout, one going in and rummaging through, or two rummaging through, one lookout. I think to start off, you need at least five. Really? Yeah. Because when you're going to go into an area, like you're saying two people looking at one person to rummage, you know what? There could be a zombie around the corner. You miss it. He comes and he bites your neck. If you have at least another guy watching your back, and you you still need that third one in case one guy goes down. But what about the fact that you take all these people, your home base is kind of left bare bones. Well, you're supposed to, what you take with you, you got to just take what you need. Your bare necessities, as Frank said. Maybe don't take all those picture frames with all your pictures. Take take a hard drive. Yeah, I'm sure you can find a computer somewhere. You can rig it to look at your pictures and possibly. Yeah. I wouldn't bring anything, man. Anything you need food. You outside need... of anything, outside of bare necessity to survive, I wouldn't bring it because all that stuff is useless. And realistically, you know, actually, Matt's kind of right because in the event that a zombie apocalypse hits, you're always going to know where your house is. Yeah, you're always going to remember your family. Who's breaking into your house to steal your photos? That's true. Or would you bury some of your personal stuff around your house that you can come back to? I think I'd bury it. I don't know if I would just leave it in the open because there's some people that would take stuff. Like maybe there's something in a frame. Maybe they don't have their own personal stuff. They're like, oh, look, this family look good. I'm going to steal this stuff. I don't know. You get lonely out there on the road. You might need some sort of accompaniment. Like, I tell you, I would definitely I would definitely do do weird shit. Like hit a theater and just watch movies by myself. What if you uh you would you watch any zombie movies or would that like trigger the sounds that no. you think the zombies in the theater with you? I don't know. I maybe you know what I might do? Rom coms only? I think I might do a little bit of research. Yeah. On like like previous zombie incarnations and see like what did some people do that was clever? Because I'm sure to come up with a show like The Walking Dead, there was like these real hardcore think tanks where they were mm-hmm. like, how would we actually tr- attempt to survive? What do we think humanity would actually do? If you have a leg up on that information, you can already start to improve it. Go to the library. I, the local library, hunker down in there. Mm-hmm. Not a bad idea, right? And I suggest mm-hmm. watching the movie Home Alone for when it comes to setting up traps. That Macaulay Culkin. 
He had some tricks up his sleeve. Zombies never see the paint cans coming over the banister. No. Or, or the broken ornaments by the window. I was going to say the broken ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're setting out with however many people you go with, do you create like a, a pecking order, like a hierarchy? Like you designate someone as the leader? Like and the alpha? Like the alpha. Do you, do, do you have like a vote? Does it, does it just come naturally, that role? I think... I think in in a scenario where there's clearly no governmental infrastructure or authoritarian infrastructure, so like there's no police system, mm-hmm. there's no you know SWAT or army. I think it really goes to either the, the person. Okay, look, if somebody's smart enough to take out the greatest fighter in the group, they should be your leader. So, what do you mean by take out? It's basically, I think, in those situations. The power or the command has to be taken. It's taken. It's not like a, guys, who do you think should lead us? Because Matt is not going to trust his life to Luca. I'm not going to trust my life to you. You may not trust your life to me. Mm-hmm. But if I grab everybody by the scruff of the neck and say, like, I don't give a fuck. I know that the noise you're making is going to draw people here. You're going to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, if you if you take those reins and you're like, I know what's best. Unless somebody challenges you and beats you, you know what's best. I, I think it's good to start off with an, a, like a designated list of like who's who in the group. So you are, let's say, you're the person who watches over the supplies. I'm the one who makes all the critical decisions until I like start fumbling. And so if someone's able to just take that from me, then they get it. But I think at first, before you set out, you need to set those rules. Because let's say first thing you do is you meet with a group of people. Uh, who do I talk to? You know, See, it's, it's going to be rambling. You, you got to show strength. You got to show like you, you, you're established. I think an, a good unwritten rule of, of having command is that as a commander, you have an apprentice to see how you're doing it. And I think that you need to have everybody on rotating duties because in the event that let's say there's five of us mm-hmm. and somebody is one of the watchers. Yes. The lookout people. Well, if all they do is look out all day and they start to really learn some intricate things about it, you probably want them to pass that information along and mentor somebody else. Mm -hmm. So every position should have, I think, two people. They should all rotate as a continual pairing. Okay. So almost like a parent, like a big brother system. Well, it also will help out because let's be honest, not everyone survives the apocalypse. When someone, you know, let's say gets killed or turned into a zombie you're gonna need someone to replace that role and if if you had no one prepping for it you're out of luck someone's got to relearn it from the beginning actually you know who i think should be a leader a forager a forager somebody who knows how to live off the land 100 percent. i was gonna say that because well, go ahead matt no you took the words out of my mouth but i was just gonna say someone that can basically survive on their own but with bare necessity like they can go into the forest and know what fruits and what plants they can use to eat how to build a shelter out of trees and few things like that that's the guy who should lead because he'll be able to pass down that knowledge so like that guy on youtube that's like able to make a shed or whatever it is everything out of nothing like he just goes and he gets dirt and he makes like a he makes like a fire like a he has a fire that the smoke goes underneath his bed to keep him warm it's like the coolest thing. Like this man would be the leader of my group. Yeah. People like that. Like my uncle is that kind of guy. You can put him in a force and he'll figure out exactly how he needs to survive. That's fucking cool. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. You should watch his stuff. It's mind blowing what heated, he does. Heated ground bed. Oh, 
It, like he's done everything. He's made walls. He's made a roof. It, it's it's cool. You should. I don't remember his name, but he's really really <laughs> he's like, cool. Come into my solarium. Yeah. So now you're out on the road. Let's go from the prep to actually surviving in the post-apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. As a group, what goals do you set? Like you have your daily goal. What's your you know your weekly goals, your monthly? Goal? What what are your goals when you're living in the zombie apocalypse? Well, I think surviving would be number one. Obviously. Every day's goal. Yes, every day to survive. But I imagine it would be, you know, you'd have objectives or things set out like today we got to go get some food. That's probably your daily would be to get food, make sure you're you're not all hungry. Although you can live a day without eating, but... Go a day, you know, this day we got to go find some more ammo or weapons even. I think that's a big thing. I think finding sustainable weaponry Mm -hmm. so for example i wouldn't fashion a spear out of wood no i'd start looking for a katana so like michonne in the walking dead yeah Yeah. or a bat with a nail in it see even that barbed wire kind of like negan the wood has the wood has like an expiry date you crack enough skulls with that baseball bat it's gonna break i know i played baseball yeah you catch a fastball in the hands that bat shatters I'm, but a, a samurai sword, a legit one, not one that you buy at like a Comic Con. Yeah, that was made, you know, with with shit metal. So yeah. people in Japan, I'm talking ten thousand folds, like the legit samurai sword. You know, could cut through a pig with one swipe. Because you go at a zombie with that, their malleable skin and their weakened bones, mm-hmm. you're, it's like a hot knife through butter. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think a big thing too that we always underplay. Trying to find silencers for any type of guns you do have. Oh, yeah. Silencers apparently aren't that silent all in all. No, but they're definitely going to suppress some noise. Some of it, yes. Guns are loud, man. I know. I know they're... But what I've heard is like silencers don't do... Like they don't... They're not like video games. No, no, of course not. No, they're they're loud. So I guess someone hearing you from three kilometers away might hear you from one kilometer or whatever it is. Which helps, right? Definitely would, especially with zombies and their... We're assuming they're attracted to sound like the walkers in The Walking Dead. Yeah. But going back to goals, what I guess you want to make sure you have weapons. That's a part of planning. So daily, you have to make sure you're set for the next little while. What about larger goals, like locking down a base, like with a prison in one of the earlier seasons of The Walking Dead? Do you find your own base to lock down? Is that something you look forward to, like you look towards? Or do you want to just be like a nomad roaming the, uh, roaming the land? Matt, what do you think? I think you'd want to look for somewhere to kind of sustain and be at for a bit, but it will come a time where you're going to have to leave. So you got to have that hybrid of being a nomad and being able to set up shop for a couple months out of the year. I think I go permanent nomad. Just I, think, I, I think you're asking for trouble. It's, it's like creating a honeypot. So I guess you want to go lean. Frank's Frank's strategy involves going lean. Not too many people and not staying in one spot. As I said, I want to be dead. I don't want to be in that world. But if I had to be in it, you can't rely on people. Like I, I would like to think that this is going to be a weird statement, but I like to think that my family died. Okay, you're just you're going with like the Rick wakes up in the hospital, assuming his family's dead. Although they weren't, but. But I'm, but I'm saying, like, hypothetically, I would almost prefer that they be dead so I don't have to carry them. Yeah. You yeah, know? I wouldn't go looking for them. If like, I woke up in a zombie apocalypse, at that point, it's every man for themselves. 
You oh, just gotta do no. what you need to do to survive. No, no, no. But like I'm saying, if they're alive, you're you're attempting to protect them. What about your immediate family? You're, would you go looking for them? I'd give a, I'd give at least some uh, a few weeks. Of I'd go effort. I'd go back to the house if they're not there. I just think they're I'd dead leave a note at the house. I think leaving a note at the house would be a key thing. Find me here. I'll be there up until this date. Yeah. And if you're not there, I'm gonna assume the worst, and I'm gonna make my way this way. Yeah. That's actually a great idea. Yeah. A good old note. That actually be something I think would be a really good thing to do if there would be a culture set of at every um having like no actually no this would be good. You make a pre-established plan with your family that every time you pass a Burger King okay. or a McDonald's McDonald's is actually better because McDonald's is everywhere. At every single McDonald's you leave a note that basically says I'm such and such person. I'm still alive. I'll be traveling in this direction. Would it be good to get a map of a McDonald's of all McDonald's locations in advance, and then like have your have them numbered for your you know everyone in the family has one? You I'll, sound so fat. It's amazing. We're we're talking about where we're gonna find McDonald's well, in a zombie apocalypse. To be fair, I think you can reheat that food at any point. Dude, just, I'd go for a Tim Hortons. That would be my. In where, Canada's probably yeah. There's way more of them, and I need coffee. I think that's, like, I wouldn't survive a zombie apocalypse because of the lack of coffee. You know what? It actually makes a lot of sense. You could treat yourself every time you go because McDonald's keeps all their shit in freezers. Yeah. For the first, like, five, six years at least, you could have a burger and some chicken nuggets and some fries at every McDonald's you you hit. Because all you'd have to do is, fry, like, turn on the deep fryer. Yeah. Well, you're assuming you have power. They have generators, I believe, there, don't they? McDonald's did. Yeah. Pretty sure they'd get ransacked pretty quick. Likely. And then you'd see a lot of uh, really big zombies around those areas, too. Well, at least you'd have dipping sauces. They don't go old, do they? No. That Szechuan sauce from uh, from Mulan apparently has been good for a long time. I would just be taking straight shots of the the Big Mac sauce, like just shooting three, four shots in my mouth at a time. (laughs) I want to edit that later. (laughs) (laughs) You'd also go after Twinkies, right? Twinkies are nuclear. They can survive a nuclear I I think that's just like an urban legend. I don't think... No, I think they were saying like studies have shown that they're like can withstand it or something like that. I'll say of all the Hostess products that I would hope to run into after a zombie apocalypse, it would be the Hostess cupcake. The the chocolate one? Yeah. Oh, Oh, that one's the best. Fuck Twinkies. Yeah, it's just sugar. I, I mean, don't it's get me wrong. all sugar. I love yes, it. I love it a Twinkie. Like just sugar. I love a Twinkie, but a Twinkie up against the Hostess cupcake, it's not even a contest. Yeah, the cupcakes and, where it's all up. And then you bring in a little Little Debbie. Ooh. At Little Debbie anything, I'll, fucking all day. We skipped this one. I want to go back just, just to the last goal. Take me back. Do you try to find the cure? Like, is that on anyone's mind? Or are you just trying to cope with the situation? I'll tell you what I will try to find. I'll try to find smart people. Okay. And I will flat out, I'm sorry to say this, but I will commandeer them. I will lock them in a facility (laughs) and I will say to them, you tell me what you need because I'm giving you a year. A year. And if you don't have the cure in a year, I'm just going to accept it can't be done and you're useless, you're dead weight. Are you gonna kill them or set them free? That you seem. I'm a little worried where you're going. With no, that. they got to. They got to know the threats there. They got to know the pressure's on. Now, the heat is on. To be correct. Yeah, the heat is on. But do you? Is it an empty threat? Because I'm a little worried that you're gonna kill no, some more people. No. 
No, in the zombie apocalypse, you have to be prepared to kill living people. Yeah. Like, there's no threat is half-ass. Every threat is real. We're talking kids. We're talking babies. We're talking adults. We're talking the elderly. I'm Okay, let me put, let me give it to you this. I'm going to give you this scenario. Picture you're being stalked by zombies, and you're walking with a man who has a walker. Mm-hmm. And then you got bait, so you're set. I'm kicking the walker out from under him. You don't even need to. No, I'm saying I, I want I want to give myself. I want to be able to walk away from the situation. I don't want to have to run if I don't need to. Kick the walker. You can walk. So you want to have you want to feel that? I wouldn't kick the walker at all because I didn't want to feel any of the responsibility of it. Because you just you full fledged took control of that situation and took responsibility for that man's death yeah. by doing that. Well, I'm not. I'm not personally killing him. Well, you basically the closest you can be by kicking out the guy's walker. It's his fault for needing a walker. Now I have a question. Based on this, you talked about the cure and needing a cure. You can't find this cure. Do you end up just killing yourself? Just saying, knowing you know, there's no future. Yeah, no. Nah, I ride. It. If I've just gotten past it. the horrors of the first wave, I'm trying not to die in any other way than peacefully in my sleep. Yeah, I, I'm thinking I'm gonna. I'm thinking once you're used to it, it's like everyday life, just so like the way things are right now. So it's not going to be too tough. Oh, you know what I would? You know what I would have? I would hit up a hospital. I'd have to be really selective about the one I hit. I'd probably go to like a, a medical facility in a small town. Okay. And I'd steal a shit ton of morphine because in the event that I was bitten, not bit, but like to say like really gravely hurt, because I know that might be something we discuss later. But if I like, let's say I fell down a hill and like shattered my femur, mm-hmm. okay, and I you're going to be running. You don't know what you're in trip on, especially in the woods. And I, like, and I, and I, re- I realistically look at my situation. And I'm like, this is never going to heal. This is a life of pain. Dude, mm-hmm. you could die from shattering your th- oh, femur. No, I know. I'm, I'm saying like we're talking grave injury here. Even if it's like I fell and like I hit a, a rock and that rock, you know, shattered my back and I'm paralyzed from like the chest down. Yeah. If I still have the use of my arms, I'm taking out all that that um, morphine, morphine, and I'm I'm ODing on it. That's a good way it's to go. Probably the most peaceful way to go. What about the Scarface mentality? Just get hopped up on a bunch of cocaine and go go to town on a bunch of zombies. That might be something I do because yeah. you know you can get straightened out. Yeah. Like think about it like this. Let's say you're in LA. You hit Charlie Sheen's house. <laughs> you find a suitcase full of coke. Just do it all. Yeah. Do it all because I'll tell you this much. It's going to be a while before you run into another suitcase full of cocaine. <laughs> well, you can ration it out if you just want to, if you still want to survive. Well, yeah, put it on your gums. That way you don't get addicted. I don't think that's how it works. It, it's definitely not. No, no. Snort it off your own dick. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Getting separated from your group. So we're talking about your family right off the bat. But what if you're you found your group and you're you're moving around and some situation happens where it happens in The Walking Dead all the time where they get separated? Do you look for your group or do you re- just be realist and you're you're not going to find them? You're, it's realistically if you find them, it's it's not going to be pretty. You're going to sacrifice more just to find them than living the rest of your life without them. I'd be more interested in finding celebrities. Well, they're probably hidden. I'm going to guess celebrities have enough money to have like bunkers where or at least uh, one person was crazy enough to have. I'm pretty sure uh, Facebook Mark Zuckerberg uh, Berg was talking about having um, 
his own shelter, like his bomb shelter for like the future. One one of my all there. One of my favorite parts about Zombieland was that they ran into Bill Murray. Yeah, that was the best part of that whole movie by far. Like, like just think about think about the idea that you could spend the rest of your days in a scenario that is more than likely going to be a nightmare Mm -hmm. with somebody as cool and funny as Bill Murray. So if you break from your group, you take that as an excuse to just find celebrities. Oh yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) That's Frank's. Yeah, Frank's thing. You know what? That's. not exactly the way you're saying it, but finding celebrities is a great way to find a safe place. Yeah. Because they're probably in like Mark Zuckerberg's bunker somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I would be searching for these bunkers. Plus, you know, they've, they're trying to find a way to save the pretty people, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know that if you can get to wherever that safe haven is, I mean, the odds will be that you will be an average person amongst the beautiful people. You're going to get to have sex with a lot of celebrities. Well, maybe you're the repulsive one in the group and then they don't want to have sex with you. Maybe you're the new attractive. Think about it. In a world where everybody's beautiful, what's hot? Ugly. I don't know about that. I really don't think that's how it works. I think it does. Possibly. Um, I have a question. Do you think zombies would be able to survive in Canada? Being with the cold? Well, they're dead. Oh. Never mind. That theory went out the window. Yeah, Never are, mind. They're warm-blooded. Or they're yeah. not warm-blooded They're cold-blooded. Anymore. But you know the where I would go? Cold as like, ice. the ideal spot is that bunker in Switzerland that hosts all the seeds. Like, oh, every yeah, single yeah, 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 yeah. seed in the world. Did and you... <coughs> did you just ask if zombies... Yeah, I did. And then zo- I clued dead, in. Living yeah. dead things would be, would be able to survive the, the winter. The cold in Canada. It's a pretty harsh cold. And then I realized they're dead and they're cold-blooded, so it really has no effect. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt. Yeah. Hey, I figured it out on my own, okay? I didn't need that you to realize... The fact that you even got there. Yeah. staggering. It's it's early. I'm tired. You know, you're just talking about going up north to Cottage Country. The cold. We don't have our heating like we're used to and all that. I think the winters would be really rough up there. They would and they wouldn't because... You get enough blankets, you get enough thermal gear, you get... Because you can't uh, light fire, so that smoke's going to attract people. Yeah, yeah, it may I, during the day. I think during the day. I, I don't At night, they'll be able to see it from miles away, in the daytime, less. Through, I'm saying through a, through a fucking... Through like a chimney? And the a, smoke comes out. you got to burn wood. But nighttime, doing, it's dark. Yeah, but you can if the sky is clear and there's a, there's a moon out, you can see the, you can see the smoke. Okay, what about what about if you didn't have a roaring fire? What if you just had coals? I think that's acceptable. What about hunkering down at like a zoo with like lions and stuff like that? Are you kidding me? I can't imagine anything worse than being stuck in a place with a bunch of ferocious animals than having to be and, zombie animals. And zombies. Or, or even well, no, but we said for our fictitious scenario that there's no zombie animals. So what if you can use the animals to help? Kill the zombies. So like you're throwing saying, them into the pit with the bear. Well, so, I think the zombies need to... And if they, you can kill these animals to survive, to eat, right? I don't want to eat lion meat. Well, I think at that at point, that point you, you have no choice. I think, I think a zoo would still not be an option for me. It, it's just, there's too many variables, you know. People don't know this, but like hyenas, pound for pound, have like, the strongest bite in the animal kingdom. I can't imagine anything shittier than being stuck in a zombie apocalypse and having a hyena take a chunk out of my ass. 
They, they're vicious. Oh, I know they are. You're done. If it gets close to you, you're done. And, like, how are you going to domesticate those animals? How are you going to get them to listen to you? I, I get that they're bred in captivity, but, like, I still wouldn't go into a cage with a lion and try to, like, teach it to protect me from zombies. That requires you to have a zombie and a lion and the guts to be in there with both of them. You got nothing to lose. You're in a zombie apocalypse. You're either going to die trying to survive. Okay. What if you're walking along with your group? And you see, like, a one, one person just come by. They want to join a group. One or two people come by. They want to join your group. Mm. The Walking Dead, Rick has his three questions. He asks them it's for them to possibly join. He asks, how many walkers have you killed? Lots. How many people have you killed? Even more. And why? Because it's fun. He would ask those questions. And depending on the responses, then he would let them into the group. I don't get the why question. Why did you kill? Why else would I kill? I have to survive. Uh, I would. I wouldn't even give him an answer like that. I'd be like, "We can't play video games anymore." So you're you need your Call of Duty fix. <laughs> We've been in zombie mode for the last three years, Rick. Yeah, like I don't get the why. Uh, you know, I just. Well, did you kill him? Bored. So you can survive. Did you kill him for your group to survive? Did you kill him so you know your family can survive? Like stuff like it, that. It all comes down to survival at the end of the day. Or just because. They got in my way. You know, like maybe it's a, not a good enough reason for him. But those are his questions. So I, I ask you guys, what are your three questions to allow members into your group if you would let them into your group at all? Let me take a look here. Okay, the first thing would be, can you cook? That's a, that's an important attribute. Because if you can cook, I'm saying a really good cook. Like someone that you can give them a dead animal, they can take care of the rest somebody who you could send into the wild to find like like i would look at something like my my sister's fiance okay my sister's fiance on the surface you look at him you think inner city type you know well-dressed well-spoken well-educated but the guy knows how to forage he knows how to cook he is and not just a he just not he not only knows how to cook Mm -hmm. he cooks nothing but gourmet food so that is your first question. That's the most important thing. Can you cook? Because I'd really like to eat something other than, you know, f- like the grizzle of whatever animal we were able to kill. Yeah, or that, like canned beans. You know, that's yeah. important because that'll lift your, you know, your group's morale. Oh, yeah. Everybody's healthier. Because yeah. that's the thing, too. He cooks gourmet food that's healthy. Well, I think at that point, you're just trying to get as many calories into you. But if it tastes better, that's that's the bonus. My second question I ask, man or woman, are you down to fuck? Okay. And there's a real, there's a, there's a practicality behind that. You have to eventually start rebuilding the race, but you also, okay, but entertainment is limited. All right. This is, this is what I imagine the zombie apocalypse being a lot of people sitting around. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you'd say campfires, but sitting around and very quietly trying to remember the lyrics to songs that they've forgotten, trying to recite movies that they've watched trying to pass on word of mouth literature that mm-hmm. they read and it just being a nightmare. Yeah. But nobody forgets that have sex. No. Like I bet you if you it's, sat around a, a simple, camp, it's, it's a simple process really. If you sat around a campfire and were like, name every position you can think of. That you, People are creative, really creative when it comes to that. You could rewrite the Kama Sutra in pff, a week tops. Would there be like a new move since it is the zombie apocalypse, like the zombie? The brain. 
It's, it's where you hold your sack and oh, and, the, that's a and, whoever, and whoever's about to lick it goes like brains and then they, <laughs> they, they do like mock bites around the sack. Okay, this got a little uh, too in depth there. What's your third question, Frank? My third question would be to end the zombie apocalypse, would you kill a living human baby? Like My you put, own baby like you put or someone else's baby? Any baby. You push this button. It's a random baby drops into a meat grinder, but the zombie apocalypse ends right after. It's, it's a little bit unnecessary. Like, and you I have think to you watch. Just, like, you have to watch. Yes. Well, I, it's a fair question, but I think everyone would say yes. As terrible as it is, that baby would likely die living in this apocalypse, as would many other babies die. The life of one does not weigh out the lives of many like, that you could prevent by ending it. But that, we say that. But then you look at it, you know, The Last of Us, the video game. Spoiler for anyone who hasn't beat the game. But at the end, you have a choice to let people operate it. Because this one girl is uh, immune to the the zombie virus or whatever the the virus was. It's kind of, it's not officially zombie, kind of like they're not zombies in The Walking Dead. But it's like a virus that makes you kind of like a zombie. She's immune to it. They Joel, the main character, wouldn't uh, basically wouldn't allow her to be tested on. Killed everyone, uh, killed all the doctors that are doing the tests, and ran off with her. The big thing here for context is there's something in her brain that was immune. She was going to die if they did the tests because they were going to have to take her brain essentially to figure out what it was. And there's no guarantee that they could even generate a cure. But there was a chance. But there was a chance. Oh, a bitch dead. So, but as we say, we we all would let this baby fall into this meat grinder. Who knows? Well, the hundred. I'm sorry. I'm saying hundred percent success rate. Yeah, baby dead. I'm basically trying yeah. to determine: Do you have what it takes to, to end the zombie apocalypse? I, I think that a more deeper question would be: Would you let your own baby? Because someone else's baby, as terrible as it is for a baby to die, it's not your own. I'm gonna say this, and maybe our listeners are gonna think I'm a monster. I'm willing to make that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I think you'd have to. Because you can create if, more babies after that. This is that. the MASH scenario. Do you remember MASH? Basically, there's that whole thing. At the end of the series, I believe it was, they're at a village, and there's a bunch of guards coming in, and there was a baby, and someone had to kill the baby so that they could all survive. I did not know that's how MASH ended. Yeah, something along those lines. It, I thought it was it, just like they, they leave the place. Scientists and ask that smile, question, like a moral que- that moral question, and they call it the MASH scenario. Hmm. And it's to determine like your moral process and how you would think in a situation of making quick decisions okay. based on having to kill something as innocent as a child. So, I mean, abortion clinics, right? Yeah. Matt, what are your three questions? My three questions. So I have, why do you want to join? So what's your intent? Is that the first question or the first? Oh, thing? that's my first question. So what's your intent on joining? Yeah. Why? Why do you... Want to be part of us? What are your okay. What's your end goal here? Well, it's simple. I think everyone's going to be the same answer to, to be stronger, so I'm not on my own. Yeah, simple he answer. could have the purpose of saying that, and then he wants to overthrow us. Yeah, but what the answer is going to be good for you? Can Matt ask us his questions and we give our responses? Yeah, I think go you, for oh, it. Yeah. Okay, go. You. What was your response? What was the question? Why do I want to join? Yeah, because you're stronger in a group. Okay, Frank. Because I ran through the last town's sexual quota. <laughs> See, I like that answer. He's honest. I'm on to the next town, baby. You want him You want him to join yours just so we can... But at least he's giving me straight up. Yours, I'm always suspect of. How like, are you oh, suspect? That's, a, that's the I, reason why I'd I want I burnt it. my bridges because of sexual endeavors. 
I, there's, I'm being honest with you. I'm telling you my selfish reasons because I want to be stronger. I need, with you. I need a fresh start. <laughs> <laughs> the other question would be how many humans have you killed? I don't care about walkers. They're dead. It doesn't matter. So you're going with the Rick question. How many people? Have yeah, you killed? because killing another human takes a lot more. There's a lot more of a psychological breakdown in you yeah. to Someone kill living, dead. like a living life, right? Mm. Well, well we I know can't answer Frank's that question. Ends. I can't answer that question because I have yet to kill someone. Oh, I, I could kill. I could kill. You could kill, but you haven't. So I'd have to say zero. No, I'm saying like like in a in the if we're in the zombie apocalypse and you ask me that question, I'd say I would say not enough. <laughs> I'd say I population wish, control. I, I would say I wish I had a higher kill count. Only if third question. There's a disagreement in the camp. How do you respond? Kill. Kill the one I don't agree with. I'd have to be. I'd have to run it by the leader. Like I, I'm just a new guy. I couldn't make any decisions there. But you and two people are in the group, and you two have the disagreement. How do you respond to it? Do you get ready to beat the shit out of the person, kill them? Battle of strength. Do you yeah. side? I'm a passive person. If it's if it's part of the group, I don't want to cause any rift in the group, so I wouldn't. Do you, I'd, you, I'd go you to throw the them into the Thunderdome? No, I wouldn't. Can I say why I would kill them? Yes, this is why I would attempt to kill them. Because anybody who creates a scenario where you think they're making the group weaker, you don't need to carry their dead weight. So, like, hypothetically, let's say you're in an argument over, oh, you know, the rations should be portioned up a little bit different. Like, women have to, I don't know, produce more breast milk for their babies and the men can sustain on less. Okay, fair enough. I don't agree with that. Dead. Yeah. Like it just it would that's how I all the shit we see in shows where people try to set up real infrastructure and you know kind of create a mini society in like an enclosed camp that's not how it would be, dude. I would never ever have the idea of having babies around and like reproducing. Unwritten rule. My unwr- dead weight, man. My unwritten rule: condoms. Use condoms in the zombie apocalypse. I don't want other kids. Yeah. You don't want a pregnant person slowing you down. You don't want a child slowing you down. Dude, they're loud. You're gonna. You people are gonna risk their lives. Feeding it. Babies. People. People are autom- automatically wanting to protect babies. Yeah. So you know what? You're gonna hear a crying baby or see zombies around it. A bunch of people are gonna go and die needlessly. Yeah, but con- condoms have an expiry date. So there's you have out. like two years of. Okay, go to a condom factory and make new ones just every. Just pull out. I don't know. I think. I think. Or you don't, and you give it an excuse to kill the person. Or you know what I would do? I'd take all the. I, th- there'd be like a a, a a reproduction island. That's what I would. I would in my zombie apocalypse. I would have reproduction island, and it would. You're going to be the king of the island, where it's just you and a bunch of women. Is that the plan? Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad idea. But um, so here, here's what would happen: all our smartest, strongest warriors. So not just strong. Uh-huh. The smartest, strong warriors would mate with the smartest strong women talking like selective breeding Mm -hmm. on island paradise and they get to retire and eventually we would just sort of weed out then you're kind of if you're gonna let them retire that means they're they're gonna leave a lot of places that need better protection under lesser hands no so okay then i gotta change it they get to go to reproduction island they get to make babies as a reward for doing something heroic or babies are then trained at like Spartan warriors. Okay, so three hundred plus zombies is your ideal scenario. Tell me that's not that. Tell me that's kind of smart though. It's a great idea. Like, okay, so picture like an island penitentiary. Okay, 
Al- we'll say Alcatraz for argument's sake. Mm-hmm. Do you know what you could turn Alcatraz into? You could turn it into the next Spartan factory in a zombie apocalypse. You could be pumping out babies that are being trained Agoki style, minus you know the being you know sexualized by their trainers. I'm saying like you could you could literally build an army to repel. A warrior factory is essentially what you're getting at. A human warrior factory. But they would but they wouldn't it wouldn't be just like straight warring race. They would be taught things that are important, like math and science. Okay, so you'd you'd rather make like an all in one group or would you have like one group strictly as your fighters and one group of people that are your intellects? Because you know what, you need a lot of time to train. You know, actually either way. I, I take it all back. Do you know where I go? I go to Australia. Let me explain why. Australia is a, it's a continent in its own right, but it's, most of it isn't populated. It's areas that are populated are all coastal. So you could literally weed out all the zombies and you could start another society there. So you're saying clear, clear out a continent. Of zombies. The and only the, thing you have to worry about is not getting killed from whatever lives in Australia already between the spiders and the crazy animals. Yeah, okay, so then you take it to New Zealand. It, they oh, have New the Zealand. same issue. No, 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 they don't. No? New Zealand doesn't have the spiders or the snakes. Really? Yeah. that's one. It's one of the greatest differentiating things between them. I did not know that. Yeah. I thought New just Zealand. being that they're close, they'd have the same kind of... So New Zealand is the, the hotspot for a zombie apocalypse. And there's hobbitons in New Zealand. Oh my God, it? you so can like, kick it hobbit style in yeah. a zombie apocalypse? You can oh, live fuck. in the Shire. I take it all back. I'm going straight to New Zealand. Yeah, screw that place in Switzerland. Steal a cruise ship. Yeah. Sail all the way there. Your group comes across another group of people. Mm-hmm. Kill How do you, do you go straight into war? Do you try to kill broker a deal between nope, us? A treaty, a truce? Kill them. You're going to go straight into war. Yeah, don't trust them. So you're going to lose some people for sure. Oh, well. And then another group comes up. You're going to lose some more people there. Look, I have, a very, stop? I have a very, very morbid outlook on this. But if you're in a zombie apocalypse, you're just waiting to die. It's only a matter of time. The whole thing of trying to survive is just trying to live as long as possible till you die. And you're going to die. How long till that day comes is unknown, but you're going to die. It's just a fact. There's, it's it's going to get to a point where it becomes impossible to survive. So you don't want to try to <clears throat> increase your chances of survival by teaming up with other people? No. I think you capture everybody. I think you capture everybody. You find out their their motivations. Because, man, you don't know. You don't know. Somebody who's in that group may have the way to, like, fix something that's a bad issue in your your new town you've created. I'm just saying, like, you can't just killing like what if what if there's what if you see them strolling up the path and some some young lady on the other side catches your eye and you're like you know what I see it lightning lightning just hit love at first <laughs> sight and I I can't I can't let her be a victim in her ambush so you trap them with a net and you just say like guys what were you doing coming here and like we were just like literally looking for shelter we'll give you our weapons <laughs> And then, you you know, you have that moment where you, you know, you know, you go up to her, her hands are shackled, you undo the shackles and you just look in each other's eyes and you say, you know what? What? Zombie apocalypse? It's not so bad. Till she stabs you. Now that I got you, And it was all a ruse. Everything they said was just, just to get 
get close to you. You, you know what? Die in love. I, I have a rule. Don't trust anyone that's too friendly. Because you've been in the zombie apocalypse. You've seen some shit. You should be... Everyone should have their guard up, you know? So when they see you, if they're being kind of very, you know, standoffish, that's a person you can possibly trust in the future, if you can even trust them. At least broker an alliance with. If they're too nice, like, hey, buddy, let's do this. They're up to some shit. Yeah, man. They're up to, to some shit. Unless you're in Canada, and apparently we're supposed to be really friendly. What do you? Okay, so maybe maybe the greeting in the zombie. You know how there's a handshake in mod in like our society yes. or a bow. In zombie world, the greeting is an open hand slap to the face or a threat, like a gun to the head. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. And if the person's knees buckle and they beg like a bitch, you know they're a bitch, and they'll never make it. <laughs> well, or then you know you have someone to, that will be lo- like a servant under you, Dude. but. But if you hold that gun to their head and they look at you and they're like, do it, motherfucker. That's a guy I want on my team. You'd, he'd be up higher in your ranks. Yeah. I would still take the person who, who you know, cowered as a lower role. Maybe a, you know, a scavenger, someone that's... See, but then you create a caste system and there's lesser people, better people. No. If you just keep everybody the same, everybody's got to pull their weight. Well, everybody's got to be tough as nails. What if the, the coward in the group is one of the few that are only cowards, but the rest are strong? Clearly, the stronger keeping them around for a reason. Because you know what happens with that person? They become everybody's sex puppet. And then <laughs> and then that person d- gets a disease. And then everybody has a disease because everybody's having sex with the sex puppet. And AIDS is reborn. I, yeah. I guess. Now, can you imagine dealing it's with AIDS dire. in the zombie apocalypse? I, no. I, I, everybody, you have to find Magic Johnson. You know, that's so, why monogamy is a thing. Monogamy is a thing. Monogamy is a thing. Magic Johnson, he 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 doesn't even have it anymore. He knows the cure. Maybe that's what you do in a zombie apocalypse. See, find Magic Johnson because he can find cures for things that are uncurable. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. So so you were just talking about how you would ambush and kill all people who arrive at your camp. What if you killed the Magic Johnson? Uh, oh well, the world's gotten to shit. What do I care? You, it wouldn't be shit Look, for I'm much longer. Be, I'm going to be very honest. If the zombie apocalypse ever happened, I think I'd just kill myself. <laughs> I wouldn't want to live through it, man. So Matt I'm is not on a, my team. Yeah, I'm such a pretty boy, like, in the sense that there's not going to be running water. There's going to be no internet. How do you adjust? Just, there's, there's one just ups- quits. There's one upside to killing Magic Johnson in the zombie apocalypse. Your nickname now, when you're at, seems like you're known as the Magic Killer. <laughs> That's a pretty sweet name. Like, yeah. someone, oh, my God, the Magic Killer's coming. Be, be on the lookout. Oh, oh, oh. I think we've talked too much now. We've gotten our point across of how we act as humans, you know, interacting with other humans. We become subhuman. Let's let's talk about the, you know, the initial cause, the the, the main problem, the zombies. What do you do when you when you come up against one? You're uh, you're unarmed. It's you and a zombie unarmed. What do you do? You run. You, you just, fuck it shit up. Do you like do you, you know, try to box one out? Oh, you mean t- skin to skin? No, yeah. you, you run. never go skin to sim- skin with a zombie. Just think about it, man. If they have like a protruding bone or anything and you hit that bone and it cuts your hand, you're infected. Well, people I, think it's like a saliva thing or it's about I'm saying any of that thing's DNA gets into you, you are more than likely infected. Like I always, you know, when you watch in movies when somebody's killing a zombie mm-hmm. and they get the blood splatters on yeah, the face, yeah. like none of that shit's absorbing into your skin. You have no open wounds anywhere on you. You have you have zombies now. Well, in The Walking Dead, everyone's infected. So let's go with the, with the Walking Dead version because you have to be. So what? But if you're infected, is like, is it like 
Okay, I, I, so hate to, I hate to use this as an example because it's crude, but is it like going from HIV positive to full blown AIDS? <laughs> when you die, you basically go. <laughs> I'm full... joking. I like. I literally no, I need know, an ex- just, a practical example. It's more or less. More or less. So like, like HIV, everybody you, is HIV positive in the zone, but like when you die, uh, you full turn... full blown AIDS is getting bit. Yes. Okay. So in this, <laughs> so you need to mix the infection with their saliva. But I, I still. You know, I wouldn't trust any of that. So I think I'm with you. Don't bear knuckle them because if no. any blood, try not to get any blood on yeah. it. That's why I said run. Just go the opposite way, especially if you're unarmed. Sorry to anybody out there who maybe has HIV and is listening. I literally just needed a practical example to make the yeah. the comparable. So, okay, fine. You don't have a weapon. You run away. That's logical. Maybe what if you're in like a store and you're like in a narrow spot, maybe push them out of the way because you clearly are going to have to make some contact. Don't try to box them. No. Try I think to, that's a good. If there's shelves, no. climb up above the shelves. Do something. What about if you have just like a screwdriver, some sharp object? Oh, to the brain. Straight to the brain? Mm, no, I'm still running. You're still it's running? too close quarters. I'll, I'll give you my minimum distance weapon. Sword? Is a katana. Is a katana. Anything less than a katana, I, I'm not. I'm not going to entertain. Fighting. You know the joke is the answer to everything is Batman, and you're always correct. Frank's answer to everything in the zombie apocalypse is the katana. It's a solid weapon to have. Yeah, if yeah. it can't get solved by a katana, don't worry about it. It's and not a, important. And longbow. I think a longbow is great. Relatively quiet. Pretty yeah. accurate. You can you can literally forge arrows but and you can reuse but with a shiv of some sort or a screwdriver i think the unwritten rule for any zombie apocalypse no matter what scenario set up sorry any scenario i say you aim for the head that is like the unwritten rule for zombies oh yeah what if we come to a zombie apocalypse and we find out that that whole thing is a lie and it's not the head like it's like the the big toe. Yeah, something like really random, like the Achilles heel or something like you that. Gotta, you got to knee, you got to kneecap them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, or you can do what Michonne does and just cut off their lower part of their jaw if you can, because then they can't bite you. You know, they're just gonna go with the front end of their teeth. They don't have nothing to clamp down on. Listen, anybody who's seen me eat corn knows you can bite with just your top teeth. <laughs> I have not seen. I have that. a I'm question for you, being that this is totally fictitious. If you could go through a zombie apocalypse and you can have one sidekick like a fictitious character which character would it be we're talking like superhero I, anything like what would it be in this fantasy world i think it's i i think it, we should all have the same answer i know matt and i have the same one yeah right? superman oh yeah he's pretty solid actually i'm thinking more of a real person like nothing could happen to him he no, couldn't he get you infected. out of the way like if he if, could he could literally Every day, chuck like a hundred thousand zombies into the sun. We the zombie problem would be over in like a month. What about a real person? How about a real person? Because yeah, you can. I was just gonna say Rick Sanchez. I mean, the guy's the smartest being in the universe. Wait, he so just create the cure. So hold on a second. I couldn't pick Superman, but you can pick a cartoon character. Yeah, man. I don't know. I was I... talking about like a totally fictitious. Like Superman's totally acceptable. I think that's a great answer. I wasn't disputing it. I think I'd go with Doc Brown because I'd hop in my time machine, hit the future, and see when the shit's over. <laughs> I'd go with Bear Grylls for a real person. I think like you'd survive. He's that guy that you want on your team. Who? Bear Grylls. Who the fuck is Bear Grylls? The survivor what? guy. You don't know who Bear Grylls is? I didn't ask it because I knew. You know the whole meme on the internet? Improvise, overcome, respond, or? The man will drink urine to survive. He's He knows how to survive. I wouldn't drink urine. 
I'd rather I'd rather parch to death. See, this is why I said, back to my point, just kill me at the start of the zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. I'm going to survive at no, no matter what cost. I'm, I'm going to bear grills it if I need You're to. You're going to grease it up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. One of the reasons I don't like zombie movies, like I know I mentioned them at the beginning, but generally speaking, I don't watch them or like them because when I watch movies, I like to have that thing where the audience has an in. So there's something in the movie they relate to. There's some emotional connection. When I think of zombie apocalypse, all I think in my head is, I don't want to live in that world. I hope I die in like the first two, three minutes. So what are your thoughts? Uh, This is somehow going to tie into this, but having a gun or any sort of weapon, like a heavy, you know, heavy armed weapon, would you have and just start shooting it off to get the zombies to just come be attracted to you? Or would you never use a gun? Like when is it appropriate to use a gun in the zombie apocalypse? Because realistically, it's going to attract when you sacrifice yourself to allow other people to get away by like shooting yourself in the head. <laughs> uh, if you are, you're not going to put up any fight. You're just, just going to take it straight to your head. Not knock out a the couple. The last zombies. thing I want to feel is being torn apart by zombies. No, but I'm saying you got a bit of a distance. You're not going to take out like a couple zombies with some headshots. And then when you're, ha- you're down to your last bullet. No, you know why out. I wouldn't? Because I'd be scared that I'd like it. And then they'd be too close for me to get away, or I'd only have one bullet left, and, and I'd be surrounded. It. I'd be like, "Fuck, this was really fun. I should have stuck around." Well, I mean, I, I I think you should only use a gun when you clearly have an escape route. You're not like in a confined place, or if it's your last resort. One thing I would do if I stayed alive, I'd find a long range sniper, like a super long range sniper rifle, like I'd, a fifty cal. Oh, I'd head up into like a like the hills. And I'd have escape routes, but I would target like a mini mall that was just full of zombies. And start as they time. come out, I would just start plugging them. Just just a practice. <laughs> so with a group of zombies, would you stand like at a at a distance and then like constantly move? So when that group comes, you'd just be picking them off. Or? Oh fuck! I take it all back. You know what? I would I would hang around. I was just thinking of all the cool shit you could fire at zombies. Do you imagine it's, how fun it would be to fire a rocket launcher at zombies? It's guilt-free murder. Getting it's, in it's a, real life like video games. Oh Dude. my god, Sherman Tank just going through the streets of New York, just running because they'll never get in. They'll never get in. Molotov that's, that's cocktails, true. just tossing them and watching them burn. Yeah. Like building an escalator that goes to nowhere. <laughs> a really, really tall one, watching them get on. No, no. You get on it. Run all the way up there, chasing. Blah, blah, blah. You jump off, free base parachute. Okay. On, what about hang glider? I'd go with hang, hang glider. So you can get nice and far. Yeah. And then you, you just sit somewhere and watch them go over one at a time. With like the sunset in the background. It's like a beautiful, beautiful evening. Yeah, it'd be like creating a piece of art. <laughs> <laughs> Call it Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> how, would you, what, how would you react to a horde? Like there's how- an episode of The Walking Dead where they kind of were putting them all in one area, like in a, in a quarry, mm. like a big hole. They had them all in there. Eventually they got out. What would you do? Like, I think I'd go to the quarry and I would just use it as target practice. I'd just take out as many of these walkers, zombies as I could. I would pour just enough tar into the pit just to see them move slower. <laughs> 
I'd, fu- you'd, I'd tar and feather them. Yeah. I have a feeling I, like, I'd find, about, find out about a lot of darkness in Frank's soul when we're in a zombie apocalypse together. I'm a completely different person in a zombie apocalypse. Everyone like, is. Like Everyone unrecognizable. Is. <laughs> like I think people will change for the worse in general, but I think there'd be some like everyone would be kind of sad about doing all this stuff. You'd see like a <laughs> smile emitting from Frank's face. Oh, I, I'm like I said, I only realized not two minutes ago talking about firing <laughs> shit into like groups of zombies that the zombie apocalypse is now something I want to live in. Uh, that's fair. That's what fair. about the what about the axe can and the like the lighter? Would you use that? Would you go oh, around I, like I'm, just... we're talking everything? I'm, <laughs> I'm... The axe spray. You mean? Yeah, like taking like axe spray and a lighter or WD forty. Just... Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, it'd be really fun too. Luring them into a like a gas station a, or a canal. Mm-hmm. Just some something like you remember in remember in Lord of the Rings the second one when they get drawn into Helm's Deep and yeah, it's okay. enclosed on both sides yeah, by yeah. a cavern. That, but you set up landmines beforehand <laughs> and just watch them fucking sail through the air. What about like a what about like a bridge that has no rails and just like get them to fall over? Oh my god! What about like a wooden bridge and like you're on the other side and they're coming and you just like cut it and just watch them all fall? (laughs) No, you know it'd be amazing. You know those train track bridges, like in Stand by Me. Yeah, where it's like it's an overpass. Yeah, yeah. You lure a bunch of them on, and you you make it enclosed. So like for like we'll say for a mile, you run. And then you set up a drone to videotape a train just hitting them. <laughs> you That would be one of the biggest losses in uh, the zombie apocalypse. No YouTube that you can upload these videos to. I know. I'm saying you save them. Yeah. For when you get YouTube back. Uh, your, that, your grandkids maybe. That might might be uh, Gangnam Style. That, think about it. You might be giving them the only real currency for the future. <laughs> YouTube videos. YouTube videos. <laughs> All right. Now here's a serious question. You've been uh, a member of your group has come back from scavenging supplies and you see they got a bite mark on them. What about they, any, any sort of, uh, sorry, any sort of like any wound. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess. How would you react when you see someone, they act all cool. Like, Oh, nothing happened. Show me that fucking wound. Mm-hmm. You want to know where this wound came from. We're getting serious in a hurry. Yeah. Or serious as a heart attack. Like to the point where the gun is already pointed, yeah. loaded up and ready. Cause if he's been bit, just gonna kill him. I'm putting him in. A, I'm putting him in quarantine. If if they if they don't admit to what happened exactly, they said they got scratched. I'm putting them in quarantine. If they said they got bit, I'm looking at the Herschel scenario in uh, The Walking Dead where he got bitten like the leg or whatever, and they cut off the foot, his leg, and they cut off his foot. And then still at that point, I would make sure to put him in quarantine, like behind like a cell. He got bit. They cut off his leg. Did he turn? No, he didn't turn from that. No. What? He was on crutches. And then he ended up dying from another scenario, but it wasn't because of that bite. So they just cut off the leg and he was A-OK? Yes, they cut off where the infection was. Okay, so, so here's here's what happens in my scenario. I unsheathe Soul Taker. That's the name of my katana. You've named your soul. I already have okay. it. Yeah. But it's like Betsy for short. Okay. I unsheathe Betsy, and the first thing I'm doing is blade to the to the aorta. Mm-hmm. holding it there 
and it, but it, like it's going to look cool, like swift motion. <laughs> okay. And I like it's full, fully fledged swing, as if I'm going to behead them. Now, but what, I stop right at the aorta. What if practice? What if you fucked up like the unsheathing of the sword? Do you have to do, hold on one second, and you put it back in, and then do it cool again, or do you just keep going with it? Like, no, you, fuck it, no, I fucked you up. know, like you know, when you pistol whip somebody, yeah, you do the if they laugh, you do that, but with the hilt of the sword. So you fucked up. I'm, I'm taking your sword out. They laugh because you, you know, made a, f- a fool of yourself. So you hit him with the butt end of the sword. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. But that's not going to happen because I'm really good at, at wielding a katana. Would you put like a little knife thing at the bottom of your sword? I, I think that's the safety one. That's the mm. warning hit. I don't think you put a knife there. Really what about knife. like a little button that you can click that pushes the that? I would have. And then that just... would have. Actually, because that's I, easy to come by sure. in a zombie apocalypse. I wouldn't. You can forge it. I, I imagine. I wouldn't ruin the integrity of a sword like that by adding some sort of gimmick to it. Matt's answered everything. You could forge it. Okay, wait. But when I get the sword, when I get the blade of my of Soul Taker to the to to, to the aorta, yeah, I'm saying let's say like for argument's sake, their forearm was was bandaged with a bandana. Mm-hmm. Say, remove the bandana. So you're serious. This is this is not a joking matter. You you got to take care of it right away. And if they say I don't want to, I say bring out their family, <laughs> and then or like their closest friends. And I say this is what's going to happen. Everybody open their mouths, and they're going to open their mouths and say, "I'm going to slice your throat with the katana," and the blood's going to spray into their mouths, turning them into zombies. And guess what I'm going to do? I have to slice their throats too. <laughs> I think you're. Uh... I wouldn't vote for Frank to be the uh, leader, to be honest with you. Frank, I think you'd go crazy. Frank's taking us uh, to strange new places. But then you got to remember, because like in that moment, what you're saying to the person is, I'm going to infect your family with what you have now if you don't tell me what the fuck's under the bandana. You have to get like that in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, you, you do. If we're trying to be as serious as possible, you'd have to be. You can't hold hands. You can't. You Frank can't wouldn't be the people. leader, but you'd be my right hand man if I was the leader. Oh yeah, I know. I'd know how to get to the bottom of shit. But I think that he is the wild card so much so that he may even overthrow you. No, I. You know, let me say this. Let me say this. The reason I would never overthrow you is because I was formerly a person who didn't want to live in the zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. and now I'm willing to solely to kill things to to, to get society back to a place of thriving. But I know what my lane is. I know what my skill sets are. You know your role. I have a moral vacuum that extends so far. Like, I'm okay with holding a sword to somebody's throat, threatening to kill them and infect their family and bring them to the same fate that they just endured Mm -hmm. because they refused to show me what was under the bandana. That's important. You need someone with the cojones to do that. That's And I I believe I am that that cojones holder i believe i have those Man, i don't think society would ever be able to come back to what it once was after a zombie apocalypse i, I just i don't think it could ever happen ah, there's been countries that have been almost demolished completely and have come back although there has been uh i guess functioning societies throughout that time maybe not in that country but like like germany, or germany did it twice in the same century yeah goddamn germans man they're so efficient okay so now so that's where i would go I'd find German. Germans. They they would they would find a way to just. They'd be like, how many year we have? How many people are on the Earth right now? Six billion. Seven, I think. Seven billion. And then this is what would happen. They go, what's the percentage rates of how many people are infected? We'll say ninety seven percent. Great. 
So if we do, th- you, this is what would happen. A German would actually do this. They would go, oh, we need X amount of years to create X amount of bullets and X amount of swords with X amount of roving and blah, 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 blah. And they'd figure out an equation and be like, if we really buckle down, 27 years, all zombies are dead. I'm not saying they're not, uh, th- they wouldn't be German engineering, baby. But I, I'm, I'm still on the New Zealand band, uh, bandwagon right now. Hmm. I don't know if I go to Germany. I think I'll go to New Zealand. Dude, Switzerland. They have the place that has all the seeds. You're talking like okay. apples, seeds, Holy apples, I didn't even... everything. Everything is think, in that bunker. I was just thinking about hiding in there, not having all that food acts available to you. No, but that's what it's there for. Like yeah, every yeah, yeah. tree, plant, food, it's all there. That's where you'd have to head. You know who else I would go to too for, for getting rid of zombies? The Chinese and the Russians. I'd go to both of them because both of them are ruthless with actual living people. (laughs) I think that's a generalization, but no, come on, Stalin. (laughs) Okay, I'm saying historic. I'm saying historically. Historically, I'm not saying right today, but I'm saying, well, come on, Russia's not that great. I don't know. Uh, I've heard some. I've never lived in Russia, so I couldn't. Okay, dude, did you hear about Sochi at the Olympics or what they did with the World Cup Stadium? Did you see? It wasn't fit to host the World Cup. They took down a wall and just literally input bleachers. Like it's a full circle stadium that was well built and they took down a wall and just put bleachers in. This is what you're dealing with with Russians. Well, they'll get stuff done, I guess. So I would, I, what I'm saying is I would find traditional leaders that, or sorry, leaders that were traditionally evil. Mm-hmm. I'd look for people like that. Maybe not necessarily looking for like a Chinese leader or a Russian leader, but I would look at history and I'd say like, who's the closest thing to a Stalin here? And I'd and their task would be to get rid of zombies. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with the last last point here. You've been bitten. That's more or less end game. How do you react to that being bitten? Kill myself. Yeah, that's your answer basically for every question we have. So, uh, what weapon would you take? I'd take one that can kill myself. That's, that's Matt's answers all day. I think I would go like a like a serious little seppuku ceremony. You'd in front of everyone, you'd let everyone A little watch. dagger, disembowel myself, mm-hmm. and then I'd have somebody cut my head off. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one. I think this is the one scenario I agree with Matt and, well, not as much on the way you would do it, but the end result, killing myself. Oh, Don't let no. anyone make that choice for you. Yeah. Just do it. Sorry, I take it back. What I do is I find out where the highest concentration of zombies is. Mm-hmm. I, I like where you're going arm a plane. A plane. Oh, yeah. Because he suddenly has a plane in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Guys, it's really not... Like, literally, you could go to any... We're assuming in the zombie apocalypse, most places are abandoned. So I'd find an airport, which isn't that hard. In the and, meantime that you have been bitten. and Hoping I, that you have not transformed into a zombie all in this time. And you'd have the skill set to get a plane in the air, I'm guessing. This is going to the air, right? Okay, there's a lot. There's a lot of variables. <laughs> okay, so here's what I would do. Here's what I would actually do. I'm bit by a zombie. I I don't tell anybody, and I just walk into the middle of my my compound or wherever it is that we live, and I yell, "Is anybody here a pilot?" And then the first <laughs> dum dum that puts up his hand, I walk over, and go, "Hey, what was it like flying?" While they're telling me, I just grab their arm and bite them. I go, "You're infected too, but you're gonna be a hero today." Because me and you are going to go. We got, like, what, three days till this shit goes full-blown? Who knows how long. You might have, even have six hours. Whatever it is. Well, I'll, 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 I'll have made a contingency plan based on the, the, the 
proposed amount of time that you have to go full blown zombie. And what I'll do is I'll take my my new co pilot and I'll say we're gonna go find an airport, one that we know houses military grade plane. Mm-hmm. We're gonna load up a nuclear weapon, and we're gonna fly <laughs> to the heart of zombie 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 zombopia. Okay. Okay. Sounds too close to Zimbabwe. Uh, We're going to go to zombie land. Yours is better. And we're going to drop that nuke, but we're going to ride, we're going to ride on it like in Dr. Strange Love. Yeah. And we're going to videotape it. That's once again, the videotape won't survive, but I like the, the effort put into it. And we're going to hold katanas in the air as we drop. Um, I guess we're, we're done with, uh, I guess what we have prepped, uh, what's your, your main unwritten rule, I guess. Survive, do anything necessary to survive. Where is this all this talk about shooting yourself in the head whenever you have a chance? Well, that's just me. If I'm giving an unwritten rule for everyone to abide by. Do anything to do to survive? Yeah, do anything it takes. Frank? Sex is always on the table. Don't be afraid to kill yourself epically. Yep. I'm going to go with. The standard rule, no matter what type of zombie scenario, it seems to be the de facto universal rule. Kill yourself? Aim for the head. Oh. Aim for the head of a zombie. That should take him down. Kind of lame. Me and Matt's were way better. Mine's mine's a realistic one. You guys are just off the wall here. That's all I'm going to say. I'm saying I strap myself with a whole bunch of dynamite and C4 and napalm and just like blow up a shit ton of zombies. Well, if you have any thoughts on today's episode, you know, Feel free to check us out on Twitter. Send us a message at the UR podcast on Instagram at the unwritten rule podcast and online at LTD potential. Check us out on your favorite podcasting apps, iTunes, Apple podcasts, Google play music, SoundCloud. And what's the new one? Castbox. Castbox. We're on Castbox. So, and search for the unwritten rule. Also enjoy the season premiere of the walking dead on October 22nd on AMC at what time is it? I'm guessing nine o'clock, nine o'clock, nine Eastern, nine Eastern. Um, I guess next week we'll be doing, so we're trying to give you guys some information on upcoming episodes. So next week we'll be doing, I guess, in honor of Stranger Things season two coming out on Netflix, the unwritten rules of binge watching. Beauty. Check us out. Listen to us next week. People, remember, rules are made to be broken, but you can't break the unwritten ones. Break.